I ran out of coffee. This, you ran out of well, coffee. Fuck. I ran out of my good coffee, the nice Korean instant coffee that I like because it's convenient and stuff. So I had to make like real coffee. But I didn't okay. want to plug in the whole coffee maker thing and all that. That was just too much work. So I grabbed my French press from the top shelf. And you know how things have like a plastic handle and sometimes the plastic, when it gets older, it starts to feel tacky? Sure. The handle on this thing was so tacky. Like when I tried to wash it off, like it let, like the fa- the fibers from the wash rag we're stuck to the handle. Yeah. I haven't used this thing in in a long time, like a long time. So, and I don't understand why that that gets sticky. So, yeah, I had to use I, I wrapped a paper towel around it and the paper towel like stayed in place cuz it's that sticky. So, I'm going to throw that away when I'm done here cuz nobody wants yeah. to, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> that is nasty. But my coffee left me a little less than pleased, so I'm about to take a sip of coffee with a scoop of hot chocolate put in to make it like a mocha. So oh, we'll see if oh, this here works we, out. Here we go. This is going to make for great fucking radio, people. Here she goes. Oh, that's actually better than it was before. Okay, that's good. That was a good, oh, that man. Was a good experiment. I was hoping for such a... I was hoping I for was, like, oh man. I was hoping know, for a spit take. Yeah, because I have nothing else but tea now in the caffeinated world in my house until I get to the grocery store. Well, and I've been trying to get rid of... Ca- not get rid of caffeine, but not overdo it on caffeine. Uh-huh. So I replaced my regular coffee with decaf. Ooh. And it doesn't taste the same. Same same no, brand. It does not taste the same. Same brand, but it does not taste the same. Yeah. So I'm thinking of doing sort of a half and half kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can do that. I can do that. So we'll see. But okay. this morning I am having tea. Ah. I feel very British. So everybody, we hope you have your cup of joe or mm-hmm. tea or whatever. Can of pop, whatever. Whatever you use as go juice, and away we go. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also reach out to us on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchlist Pod. Or you can go to our website, thewatchlistpod.com, where you can not only contact us, but you can also make your own watch list from the stuff we review. And if you just happen to listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would absolutely love that. I actually had a good night's sleep. Oh, awesome. But because I am not properly caffeinated, I'm feeling mellow. That's not bad. Like awake, awake but mellow. That's a good feeling, I think. As opposed to like dragon. Like, oh, I feel like I was hit by a truck and dragon, you know. Well, yeah. Or like, hey, come on. I want to go build a bus. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. We can totally do this. I've got wood. I've got nails. Let's let's do this. It'll be like a giant Pinewood Derby car. (laughs) It might be okay for some, 
But I think the people around you, that would be really fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I I have three things this week. I have four. Four wow. things. <laughs> there okay, are count. four things. Oh, my God. All right, Picard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why don't you lead us off then? Sure. So the first thing I have is the movie The Whale, starring Brendan oh, Fraser. That's yeah. from back in 2022. It had some big Oscar talk, uh, won some awards, the Academy Award, Critics' Choice Award, SAG Award. Um, Fraser won those. And then there's other things, yeah. Academy Award for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. This is about a morbidly obese English professor named Charlie. He tries to restore his relationship with his estranged daughter. The whole movie takes place in Charlie's apartment. Um, He teaches English online, but he never turns on his camera, so his students never see what he looks like. His only friend, Liz, is also a nurse, and she's pushing him to go to the hospital because he's got congestive heart failure. Um, Charlie claims he can't afford to go to the hospital. Um, to me, this was such a raw and honest portrayal of depression and mm-hmm. the issues he had around his weight, like his embarrassment, um, how he's completely given up, and also the physical issues with being morbidly obese, like he is in the movie. Um, I really like this. Um, it's on mm. Showtime, but Dwight got it through the library. You could stream movies um, with different apps depending on what your library's got. My library uses Hoopla, and Mm. Dwight rented it from the library, checked it out. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And we watched it on our TV. It was, it worked. It was great. How it, how, you know, the app is uh, on our Fire Stick. We watch it through the Fire Stick because there's no native Hoopla app for our, for our television. I think some other TVs might have them though. So I'm glad you're saying that you like this movie. I really wanted to see it when it came out. And then as we do, there are a few things at play. One, you know, you can be really excited about seeing a movie and then you cool to it. Yeah. Uh, The second thing is you get into a rut of dramas and and you, you just can't do another drama. Yes. Definitely. And then the last thing is, as 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 much as I can actually, you know, empathize with that character being overweight, I, 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 I don't think I was mentally ready to see it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, there's 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 something to be said about seeing a drama that is just so. And, and we will get to that in one of my reviews that that's just kind of out there. Like, yes, it's a drama, but it's so stupid. You, you detach from reality to <laughs> right. it. Yes. I, I didn't want to be depressed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You I know? So I think that's why we put the whale aside. And that definitely, if you don't want to be depressed or if you don't want something super heavy, um, the whale might be something for later. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, at the time, I when Dwight started it, I was kind of like, oh, do I want to see this? I don't know. But then as it went on, I, I really, I started, I was paying attention. I really liked it. And I thought it was really good. I think he, Brendan Fraser did a great, 
great job with this role. It, he was amazing in it. He's so subtle with how he plays this character. Mm. And you really, I, I mean, I, I, it might be because I can totally relate to this character and his depression and his issues around his weight and his reactions or his expectation of how people, who, how new people who see him will react to him. Right. There's, oh, yeah. there's always, always that it. expectation of how you feel they're going to react when they see you. And oh, you yeah. could totally see that in his, I, I could totally feel mm-hmm. with just with looking at his face and, and stuff that how he was thinking that these people were thinking or oh, how he's yeah. expecting them to think or something. And it just, wow. It was well, so it, good. It was so good. And it, and especially in this in this day and age after, well, and I call it post-pandemic. Not that we're out of, out of COVID by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but ever since COVID was introduced and you do things like Microsoft Teams and you do Zoom and you do all of that, when you meet somebody virtually and then you have the opportunity to meet them, whether it's through a conference or a business thing and you're getting back into the office, there's always that, oh, fuck, I've got to actually physically be there. Oh, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> and 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 I don't know about you, but being a heavy dude all my life, it, there came a point where I was just like, well, fuck it. You know, I can't hide who I am. I can't Cyrano de Bergerac a meeting. Yeah. Like they do in some movies, like, you know, say this and and right? that's not gonna happen. Yeah, but, no. but but I I guess I just didn't want to see that. Oh. So that's yeah. why we put yeah. the the whale aside. But I'm I'm so happy for Brendan Fraser for winning the Oscar for it. Oh absolutely. Yeah. He he deserved it. He absolutely deserved that for oh, this that's movie. Great. That's yeah. great. Well, that's two Oscar winners in the Mummy movies now. Yeah, hey. Well, um, what am I going to start with? Let me start with the absolute piece of shit first. <laughs> okay. So, I loved the original movie Ted from Seth MacFarlane. And, uh, uh, you know, he voices Ted, the really foul mouth R-rated teddy bear who is a friend of mark Wahlberg. yes i love the first movie i, don't I thought I've the first it. movie was inventive and cute and and everything right well now and then ted 2 was just bleh. um ted ted is now a tv series right and it and it's on fucking peacock oh okay and it is a prequel to the the original Ted movie, and it takes place in 1993. So it's a teenage version of uh, John Bennett, who is the character played by Mark Wahlberg. And the guy that they got to play him, I, I can't believe, turns into Mark Wahlberg, first of all. <laughs> um, and I've got to say, this sucks. Really? I watched it with with every intention of wanting to like it, but there's a one-note joke in it, which is this teddy bear is an X-rated fuckhead. You know, he is, he's just irreverent, he swears all the time, which was fresh when the first Ted came out. But when you start recycling jokes, there's only so much fuck you can hear out of a teddy bear's mouth where you're like, okay, get to another joke. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and the interstitials that he does, and I know I'm getting really weird and stupid when I say that and snobby, but they feel like an episode of Family Guy where they would play that kind of fluty music, and then they would show the house, and then they would get into the next scene. Mm -hmm. They do this in Ted, the TV series. Hmm. So it it just seems like there's not a fresh idea there. Does Seth MacFarlane have any, like, is he doing any part of this series? Oh, yes. He is the voice of Ted. He he created this show. Oh, he's still the voice of Ted. This is his thing. For some reason, I thought some new person was voicing Ted. Okay. As a matter of fact, he stopped doing the Orville and went back to this. What? Anyway. What the hell are you doing, Seth? This that was a well, bad choice. Very bad was, choice. Well Poor life. For Star decision. Trek Geeks, yes, it was a bad choice. Well, Orville is clearly a really good show, but you know. Oh, it's 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 clearly a very good show, and if you ever liked Star Trek, you should watch the Orville because it is the perfect actual kind of sequel series. That's not an actual sequel series to Star Trek. Anyway. Um so Ted is just not funny. He continuously makes fun of the fact that Boston is racist. And and Scott Grimes plays the the boy's father. Okay. And the one thing that I will say about Ted the series, though, Seth MacFarlane hires his friends. And, and it's nice to see people who have worked with Seth, Seth MacFarlane before get work and there are two people from the orville on this show and one of them is scott grimes yeah yeah. and and then the other one is the woman who played the doctor on the orville okay she's in this as the high school principal but does that make it worth watching no fuck no (laughs) okay you know no (laughs) don't watch if if you no if you haven't seen the original ted just watch the first movie ted okay if if the only reason I think this would be funny to someone is if they had not seen the original movie Ted and was in on the joke. Okay. But a lot of the jokes are just tired rehashes. It's just not great at all. I thought this might be a passable time waster, you know, have it on in the background, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. That's Ted on Peacock. So what's your next thing? My next thing is uh, also on Peacock. It's a movie called The Black Phone. Oh, yeah. It stars Ethan Hawke, and it is 1978. There's a local serial child abductor known as The Grabber. He is on the loose in a suburb of North Denver. This The Grabber... It seems like he only is taking like preteen teenage boys. I can't quite pin their age. Maybe they're junior high, maybe they're early high school. I I can't quite pick up on it because they all look like super super young to me. To me anyway. But there's a brother and sister, Finney and Gwen. They live in the area with their abusive father. Gwen has dreams about the grabber's abduction of her friend's brother, Bruce. And she tells her friend about it, and apparently they tell the police about her dreams. And so two detectives go to their school to interview Gwen. Well, she seems to know details about the abduction 
that the police haven't released to the public. And then more boys go missing, and then Finney gets taken. And what? Yeah. And in this okay. soundproof room where Finney is, you know, being locked up, there's a black rotary phone on the wall. But the <gasps> wires have clearly been cut. <gasps> it rings. And when he answers it, it's the voice of one of the previously abducted boys on the other end. Whoa. Please insert 25 cents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like this. It's a good creepy horror movie. Ethan Hawke is brilliant at being a creepy creeper guy. So brilliant okay. at it. And he wears a mask through most of it, like a top, a mask that covers the top, his whole face at first. And so I only heard his voice. I didn't know he was in this at first. And then I heard his voice. I'm like, God, that voice is familiar. Who is that? And then we finally see him without the mask. I'm like, oh, that's who that is. And then he's got, yeah. Overall, this is really good. And I would recommend you watch it. I, I don't know if it's worth getting Peacock to watch it. I had thought I had canceled Peacock, but apparently I haven't. Because when I looked to figure out where this was, because I couldn't remember. Um, yeah, it's on Peacock. So obviously I didn't cancel it yet. But I really liked it. I thought this was a good movie. It was fun. It's a good, like, detective-y movie, too, because Gwen has dreams about um, her brother being abducted and where he's at, and she's trying to figure out where it is. And Yeah, it's cool. The Black Phone on Peacock. It's 103 Ah. minutes long. I always make the mistake of picking the movie that we're going to watch sometimes. (laughs) Laura you says, always okay, make this mistake. I fucking hell, what is it with me? And and I know what it is with me. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I I am a genre kid. Uh, yes. Give me action, give me sci-fi, give me comedy, above anything. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go to a good drama or supernatural or horror or something like that. But, you know, my in my first inclination is action. So we were looking for something to watch, again, just kind of clearing the last remnants of Ozark out of our system. And so we went to the brand new movie, Lift. Okay. It is on Netflix, and it stars, um, oh, what the hell's his name? Hang on one second. Kevin? Uh, yeah, Kevin Hart. There we go. And he plays the leader of a group of thieves... Mm-hmm. Looking to steal shit. Ah. And my problem with this movie is that it is so forgettable. Oh. So, so forgettable. And Kevin Hart in this movie is not your typical Kevin Hart. In this, he is trying very much to play like the smooth, suave, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. you know, leader of a group of thieves. Um, that this could have been done by anybody. Oh. Oh. And the, and the sad part is Ursula Corbero is in this. I don't know that. And um, she plays Tokyo in oh, the original really? Money Heist. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, but then I got to watch this, which you no, see No, you bad. don't. No, because... I I mean, if I wanted to see her, I'd have to watch this. There is no one in this movie, 
And Gugu Mbatha Raw's in this movie as the law enforcement agent who is the ex-lover of Kevin Hart, who eventually has to join his team, blah, blah, blah. Um, truthfully, there is so little character development in this movie. Literally. It, it, they're, they're, you, you pay no attention to anyone because you just don't give a shit. Oh, wow. And so I was looking at some of the reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and one of them is absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. The director, and this is done by, uh, I won't say his name, but, you know, because I don't know this guy. He says, F. Gary Gray is the director of this movie. He said, the director's remake of The Italian Job is a much better heist than Lyft, which he also directed. Wow. So go watch the Italian Job remake, the one with Mark Wahlberg and okay. Jason Statham and uh, a few other people. Watch that instead because this is truly an update of the Italian Job. Interesting. And it sucks. Okay. And it, and it, and it doesn't suck. Okay. You could sort of, you know, is it entertaining? No. It is the <laughs> oh. visual equivalent to an empty calorie. Wow. Okay. So whatever it is in your world that you eat and you're hungry an hour later, this is it. So is this a reason to get Netflix? Fuck no. It is a it is truthfully the same kind of ilk that Netflix was putting out during the pandemic just to churn out content. Oh lame. Boo. Okay. Yeah, lame. But it, it's just it, – and it's not even worth mentioning again any even in this review. So, Lyft, bleh. Oh, that's sad. Okay. All right. So my it's next – It's slick looking, though. It's anyway. slick looking? Okay. Oh, it's slick – oh, my God, the cars and the, ah. the fucking jets in this movie. Fucking sick. But ah. anyway. Okay. Well, my next movie is on Hulu. It is called The Creator. Um, last night I was bored with everything that I've been like all the series that I'm in the middle of or they don't have the new ep episode out yet so I'm like oh man so I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling finally ended up on this and I thought I feel like I heard somebody say it was good I just don't remember who or if it was true or if I dreamed it you know you know how sometimes right. you have that like I feel I heard something but I don't know where and was it real or was it memorized right. I don't know so the creator, um, in this movie, it is 133 minutes long. It's mm -hmm. The year is 2070. It is 15 years after a nuclear detonation on Los Angeles that started a war against artificial intelligence and the West. Yep. An ex-Special Forces agent is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and possibly humanity itself. <laughs> As you do. As you yeah. do. So this war is really between the U.S. and a and supposedly AI. And AI is still used in what in the movie they're calling New Asia, which appears to be Southeast Asia, Japan, Taiwan, Bangladesh, Bhutan, Nepal, and parts of India. That's what it looks like to me in the movie. Um, the U.S. has created this space station called Nomad. It seeks out AI 
and launches attacks from orbit on these communities. But these communities, because they're in New Asia where they have still embraced AI, the humans and the AI robots are living together, so they're attacking civilians and destroying their homes. And these attacks are kind of... It seems like they might be like a nuclear type of a weapon because the areas that were bombed previously end up being like wastelands and you got to wear like a suit to go into that area. That's what it seems like in the movie. Um, We're following a U.S. Army sergeant named Joshua Taylor. He is played by John David Washington, who I've seen in stuff, but I can't place where I've seen him. Um, Black Klansman. He ah. has been. He, he's he's Denzel okay. Washington's son. There. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay. So listen he's... to his voice. He could he could voice double his dad. I probably could. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, why yeah. he seemed so familiar. Okay. So that he is in this. He's the star of this, and he goes undercover searching for this elusive Nermada, who is supposedly the chief architect behind AI's advancements. Well, he falls in love and marries a Maya, who the military believes is Nirmada's daughter. The military attacks their home, and this reveals that Josh is an undercover agent. Maya is like, fuck you, and runs off. But the whole their whole area where they live is hit by Nomad, and it seems she's she's he believes she's dead. And then five years later, he gets approached to go find Nirmada and this new weapon. And that's the whole movie. It's that's what the movie's about. It's I really liked it. It may sound like I didn't, but I really did. Well, you just gave us the whole movie. No, I didn't give you the whole movie. I didn't tell you what the weapon is or who made it or any of that. It's like that's what the premise of the movie. I'm not giving nothing away. If you watch the trailer, that's what you're gonna get. So So you really liked it. I did like this. I didn't know anything about it when I went into it. And it was fun. It was a fun to watch. It was very entertaining. It was a lot of fun. John David Washington is great in this. He is great in this. Does a really good job. Uh, Gemma Chan is uh, Maya. I've seen her in the series Humans, where she plays a robot. It's also about robots. So, yeah, I thought it was really good. It, It shows how the U.S. military is a bad guy, which a lot of things do. Um Mostly everything. Yeah, mostly does. everything shows them as a bad guy. Alice and Janney is also in this. Alice she, and Janney. Alice and Janney. She plays Colonel Howell, uh, Josh, one of Joshua's superiors, and she is she's a really good in this. I really liked her character in this. Uh, Ken Watanabe okay. is also in this, and nobody else I recognize. Okay. And where is the creator again? It is the creator. It is on Hulu. Copy that. All and right. It's 133 minutes long. Well, the last thing I've got is something called Fool Me Once. It is on Netflix. And it is about an ex-soldier who, whose husband is supposedly killed and who months ago her sister was killed. And she's coming to terms with all of that However, Maya install that's her character name, she installs a nanny cam to keep an eye on her young daughter, you know, because the best friend out of the blue says, here, even though you've had a trusted nanny for a while, why not install a nanny cam in this cute little frame thing? And then all of a sudden, what? Her dead husband shows up on the video. What? 
uh, there is also a detective on the case. Mm-hmm. And they realize that the same gun that killed the sister killed the husband. But there have been no bodies and all this other sort of shit. I'll tell you what. It starts off slow. But the last five minutes of every episode, and there are ten episodes of this bad boy. There, every The last five minutes of every episode gives you these little quick cuts of things that are that are being set up to fall down in the next episode and that's worth watching like wow okay um i'll tell you what there are certain plot holes that are just stupid in this show and and i'm just talking downright stupid like uh the cop and i'm not revealing anything because i don't know it yet uh we're about five episodes deep out of ten has mysterious blackouts and Ooh. paralysis, and we Ooh. don't know why. Ooh. I have my theories, mm-hmm. but why he isn't telling his new partner? Why, you know, why isn't he? Uh, it, some things just drive you nuts. Like, why aren't characters doing certain things? Yeah, yeah. But it it all just kind of works. But the main character is just this shy of getting on my nerves with taking on everybody by yourself and not calling in for help, even though she wants other people to kind of report to her, but whatever. Right, yeah. Um, but it's entertaining. Okay. Is it something that you that you should run out and watch on Netflix? Nah. But if you came across it, give it a whirl. Each episode is about an hour long, anywhere from like 45 to 55 minutes long. But... Just the pacing is a little deliberate. So once you get over that and you get to the the last five minutes of every episode, it kind of picks up and then leaps you into the next episode. Mm -hmm. Well, it's called Fool Me Once on Netflix. Give it a whirl. Why not? Okay. My last thing is also on Netflix. And um, if you're into, like, manga and anime... You know that Netflix, when they try to do a live-action version, they kind of suck at it? I mean, Cowboy Bebop didn't get a whole lot of good reviews. Oh, but I loved Cowboy Bebop, I liked it, though. too, but a lot of people didn't. Also, their live, uh, their live-action version of Death Note apparently was also not so well-received. I didn't watch that, though. Um, but this one apparently is getting some really good reviews and people online, fans of this manga, love it. It's called One Piece. So I thought I'd give it a try. There are eight okay. episodes total. They're also about an hour each, anywhere from 45 minutes or so to 60 minutes. And there, I said there are eight episodes. I only watched the first two. And so this... um series follows the adventures of the straw hat pirates as they explore the dangerous oceans lands and beyond in search of the one piece this is a fabled treasure that will make their captain monkey d luffy king of the pirates but the marines monkey d luffy monkey d luffy the But the Marines are on their ship's tail and they are not the only crew searching for the one piece are straw hat pirates Armed with skills and unbreakable friendship, the Straw Hats are ready for the journey and even more ready to fight for their dreams together. That's the description of this. 
It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And Yaki Godoy plays Monkey D. Luffy. And he he's really good. He's really good. He makes the character likable. And he's, I can tell he's having a lot of fun with this role. There is nobody I recognize in this at all of their people. But I looked up that kid's name because I was wondering who he was. <laughs> and it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I've only seen the first two episodes so far. I did not read the manga. I don't know if there's an anime of this or not. Because I also, I knew nothing about One Piece going into it. Other than uh, my brother-in-law liked it. So I figured I'd give it a try. Okay. One Piece on Netflix. Should you get Netflix to watch One Piece? Um, I wouldn't get Netflix just to watch this show. But it's entertaining. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, I think you'd like it. If you're into that kind of manga, anime, live action stuff, that is. Okay. Cool special effects, too, in the first two episodes, anyway. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's my stuff. That's all I got. Okay. And that's my stuff, too. My God, look at us. Yeah, I don't have any Getting news. Getting it done anything. today. Look at that. Short show, everybody. Keeping it tight. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This is what I get for having no caffeine. Anyway, <laughs> log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on the Contact Us button. Have you, for the new year, have you canceled shit yet? I'm looking at that right now, uh-huh. as a matter of fact, and I need to do it today. Do it. I'm going to do it, and I'm cutting Disney Plus, actually. Oh, are you? Yeah, but now I'm looking at, at their plan offers and stuff, so I really need to go and take a deeper dive into all of this. Yeah. Any hoozy. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Hulu, no ads, plus live. Oh, Hulu plus live TV is $90 a month. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so I got to go do that. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you're watching, as always. I would love that. Text us. Hit us up on the socials, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. Let us know what we need to watch, and we will keep forging forward. Indeed we will. Into the brave, brave unknown <laughs> of the vast wasteland of content. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's about it. I'm going to go shovel snow now. Ooh, fun. Although, you know what? I'll tell you this, and this is going to make me horribly unpopular with my friends. Uh-oh. I love fucking snow. And I love snow because I miss it. Oh. Now, if I if I lived back home in Chicago, I'd be like, oh, fuck this. You know, <laughs> we got more snow. And I totally understand that. So my perspective has shifted. So being here, actually, in March, it'll be 19 years since I moved from Chicago to here. Oh, wow. And I know, right? That's crazy. Um, it is crazy. And because of the ocean, we have a far more temperate climate, which means we get more rain than snow. It's generally warmer, blah, blah, blah. Ah. We have actually had two snowstorms in a week here, and I'm I'm in heaven. Uh, even <laughs> because with shoveling the snow? Even shoveling the snow, man. Wow. Because to me, winter means snow. Oh, yeah. Winter should have snow. Winter should have snow. Not to mention the fact that a freeze... Helps curtail the the mosquito oh, population, God, yeah. yes. you know, in the summer. You know, it actually does have some good 
But, you know, I've got friends saying, well, my business closed and blah, blah, blah. Like, Well, that's people. a problem, yeah. But it's only six inches of snow, Patty. <laughs> but when you don't get it that often and people don't know what to do and your community may not have the good removal plans that someplace like Chicago would have, I could see that it could be I, hard I guess. to deal with. I mean, I saw I somebody posting that they were so cold because it's 43 degrees where they live. Oh, my God. And I'm like, suck it up. Here it is two degrees with a negative 13 wind chill. And yeah. my weather frog seems to think that's picnicking weather. Yeah. <laughs> so if weather frog Look. was where you are, he'd be swimming probably. <laughs> And and add to that being oh there's my Chicago listen to that add to that uh-huh. being on a street that's a wind tunnel oh god yeah and then yeah. when you have negative wind chill Ooh. and the wind it's it, oh. I swear to God people it is a cold so cold it rests on your bones man yeah it's like no matter what kind of coat you have that wind just hit it, it, it goes right it, it hits you with go oh my god yeah. it's insane. 43 degrees is the fucking tropics. I'd be wearing shorts and a tank top in 43 degrees. You would still be the only one doing that, but still, no, it wouldn't no, be so No, there would bad. be other crazy people wearing shorts in 43 degree weather, especially if it happened right after this deep cold. They'd be like, well, oh, and- I don't need a coat today. It's so warm. You know, well, in this week, it's supposed to be 50 degrees outside. Oh, shit. Here. Yeah, I'd be out there in the shorts and the, and the no jacket hanging out well they they were doing that in buffalo last weekend for the playoff game they invited people they were paying people 20 bucks an hour to come and shovel the stadium so that they could play the playoff game wow and there were idiots out there without their shirts on it is (laughs) negative wind chill it was the it was one of the coldest games ever and there are people there with their shirts off like look you guys are fucking morons yeah, yeah, but, that would be cra- stupid, crazy, crazy, stupid. But anywho, I I am enjoying the blanket of white that we have right now. Nice. Shh, well, if don't it's, tell anybody. <laughs> if it's going to be nice, uh, like fifty degrees soon, you know, it won't be. It won't last that long. No, it won't. And it's supposed. And we're supposed to have rain on top of that. Oh, so that's just going to wash it all. So away. all I need yeah. to do is shovel the walkway today. Yeah. And then I'm good. Yeah. It's going to freeze, and then we're going to ramp back up. It'll be 40 and then 50 for a couple of days. Oh, see, nah. that'll be perfect. No big deal. I would like that, but I don't think we're going to get that. No. We got it, – it's like a, a cake of uh, – like a sheet of ice on top of the snow. Yeah. We got we got the crunchy snow. Yeah. So I'm going to go put on boots, people. I'm going to go shovel the, uh, shovel the old walkway. All right. And then come inside for maybe some hot cuckoo. No, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway, anyway, everybody have an awesome week. If you are in that kind of cold or you are in that kind of weather, please, please, please be careful. Limit your time outside. Yes. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you. We'll catch you, you next week. week. Yeah. Okay. 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 Bye. bye.